0: quick intro today it's monday of Berkey week and it's normally not a time we'd have another weather podcast since we just had one on friday but weather is happening so a quick weather check-in with kettle levels uh, no wait sorry that's autocorrect ketzel levins updating us on the bomber storm that's coming to the midwest this week and we'll check back in with her on wednesday for any last minute updates and maybe a bit more to look on actual Berkey conditions and not just how the heck we're all going to try to get there and it's still not too late to get some wax service at pioneer midwest either If you're in the Twin Cities, you can drop skis off with them by noon on Tuesday, and then you won't have to worry about like when you're going to wax if you get delayed by the weather. Use the code PODCAST at PioneerMidwest.com if you do. So it's uh, Monday morning, jumping on a podcast with meteorologist Kutsel Evans because there's a lot of weather coming, and um, I think I said we're going to do one of these on Wednesday. Yeah? What are you working? Overnights right now?
1: I am, yeah. I've been on night shifts for about two and a half weeks
0: now. Wow. And you're going to finish that up and then ski the Berkey?
1: Correct. Yep. I'm going to get done Wednesday morning, stay up all day, and hopefully be a normal person by the time Saturday rolls around.
0: (laughs) I mean, normal is, that's that's a sliding scale, but, um, you know, we're all Berkey (laughs) skiers. We're all on on a spectrum there. Um, So that means that you've been up all night making the weather. Correct. And then you went on a ski.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, a little nine hour shift and then uh, a quick little 510k. I had to celebrate the new snow that's coming down somehow. So
0: we're recording on Monday morning. It should go up on Monday afternoon. Uh, And we're just looking at snow and more snow and wind and all sorts of weather coming in. It's been very well predicted. It hasn't changed. And as long as it actually comes, it's going to be the kind of thing where we can really look at the weather models and look at the forecasting and say, wow, that was pretty good. That that, That was pretty easy.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I mean, we've been staring at this thing since late last week, at least when this was in, you know, day seven, eight hours, 200 plus of forecast models. Yeah, a really kind of success story. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but so far model agreement has been really, really good. And what that means for someone who doesn't know forecast models is essentially if things aren't changing a lot from run to run in the forecast models, which run every hour or six hours, depending which ones you're looking at, that means that you have pretty high confidence that the solution they're showing you is pretty right so and that's what we've been seeing for days now
0: i posted an animated gif or GIF, i think it's just whatever one of those it is on the blog a few days ago and it was hours you know 204 to 174 showing snowfall totals and it it just sort of bounced around. And, and if you had extended that to now, now we're only about 72 hours out from the end of the event, it would pretty much be the same. We've known it's coming for a while. I talked to the Berkey staff last Wednesday, and it was still a little on the edge there. And we were saying, well, it might be a really fast Berkey. Maybe will get that snow, but I don't really know. And then by Friday, it was pretty clear that it was coming soon. So what are we looking at for the next uh, few days for the Hayward area and for the Berkey?
1: Yes, yeah, so we're getting, um, I think we're going to call it appetizer snow at the moment. Uh, we have a quick little clipper that is coming across the region today, um, it's actively snowing right now. I've picked up a couple inches already at this morning, at least here in Duluth, and it's just starting over in Berkeyland, but a quick kind of two to four inches through the day today, um, and then... Maybe five inches on the high end. This is going to be really dry, fluffy snow um, on top of what is an extremely hard pack. Um, we have been skiing on clister conditions for um, about a week and a half now here. And so then we'll have a little bit of a break, um, kind of overnight, and then into Tuesday, and then that's when the real story starts. Um, So we have a little bit of a break Tuesday before really the big system that we were talking about in the very beginning starts to roll in. Um, We start off Tuesday with a band of frontogenesis, which basically means we're we're clashing air masses together Um, the kind of upper midwest dakotas minnesota wisconsin is sitting above a bunch of warmer air down in the more kind of southern plains southeast region those are crashing into each other right over our neck of the woods. Um, And so that's going to start everything off kind of Tuesday afternoon, evening, into Wednesday morning. We get our first push of snow. Um, That'll be at least a couple inches. There are some indications in soundings which show us the temperature and moisture profile of the entire atmosphere. That that could potentially be a little bit of a potent setup Tuesday night overnight into Wednesday morning with some really high um, moisture right where we're making snow. So that's something to watch as we could potentially kind of overachieve Tuesday night into Wednesday. But right now we're looking at least a couple inches and then we kind of get into this period of what could be, at least for the Twin Cities metro area, maybe not for Hayward, a period of like 48 hours of snow from Tuesday evening all the way through Thursday. Um, Varying intensities, kind of that first push could be more of a moderate to heavy intensity, and then we kind of back off through the day Wednesday. Originally, there was some thought that there might be a complete lull in precipitation on Wednesday. Not quite the thought anymore, Um, at least for south of Hayward. It looks like that snow is going to keep on going. For Hayward Cable, there could be a little bit of lull in precipitation Wednesday, but that is when your northeast winds really start kicking up. Um, We're expecting lake enhancement lake effect coming off of Lake Superior. That could even be robust enough to reach down to Cable a little bit on Wednesday. So kind of a big question in the air as to whether or not it actually stops snowing on Wednesday for those open trackers. But the big story is going to be Wednesday night into Thursday. Um, This is when a nice little low pressure moves into the area, um, is benefiting from all of the moisture that's already in our neck of the woods, um, and really just dumps, honestly. Looking at moderate, going into really heavy snow Wednesday night into Thursday morning and continuing at least probably through the majority of the day, Thursday. Um, And this is where you're looking at your snowfall rates, probably easily exceeding an inch per hour at times, um, and just really, really hefty snow here. There, of course, is going to be a a cutoff to all of this. What is just classic in winter storms is there's a very tight gradient of snowfall on the northern edge. For the most part, it looks like that should be well north of Hayward. That would be more in the vicinity of Duluth and... Kind of like Highway 2 in Minnesota, if folks are familiar. So really looking at metro area in Minneapolis, Twin Cities, and east, just going to get absolutely hammered with the snow um, into Thursday, and then kind of coming to an end, or should basically definitely be coming to an end, um, kind of Thursday evening as that cuts off. Um, As far as totals go, I will give you some numbers if you promise to not get too attached to them. (laughs)
0: I think we're looking at the kind of turkey where people be happy with a lot of snow, but people would also be happy if you don't quite make it, because maybe then it won't be quite as cold and soft.
1: Yeah, there is some question, especially for the skaters, how much snow is really a good thing. But we've been talking a lot as far as this forecast goes in probabilities, and so when you look at the probability of 8 inches or more or 12 inches or more, those probabilities are really high for Hayward. I mean, probability of 8 inches or more is basically 90 to 100% right now for that kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday system. Um, when you look at the probability of 12 inches or more, it's like 85% right now. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. So, current forecasts, again, like I said, we've got this two to four rolling through today. And then that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday system, probably likely somewhere in the like 11 to 15 inch range. Best guess, lower floor kind of nine to ten on the really low end upper end you get a you know a perfect band that moves over you're definitely going to be in the mid-teens for snow amounts this is going to be for anyone who lived through the mid-december blizzard earlier this um winter up here we have very different snow so that was really super heavy in the system, we might not even get an inch of liquid out of all of this snow, so it's going to be pretty dry, pretty fluffy stuff. Um, won't have, it'll have some liquid in it, but not a ton. Um, and as far as snow amounts go, those, the amounts that I gave were kind of for the Hayward Cable area. If you move over towards the metro, looking at more of a 12 to 24 inch event for the Twin Cities wow. metro,
0: yeah. For the Twin Cities, this really has a chance to be one of the largest snowfalls on record.
1: Yes, yeah. There are climatologists for the state of Minnesota that are already looking at like the top 20 snowfalls of all time in the Twin Cities and saying, where are we going to fall on this list? Not, are we going to fall on the list? Where are we going to fall on the list?
0: So not not Halloween, uh, nineteen ninety one, but somewhere approaching that.
1: Yes, yeah, probably at least somewhere in the middle of those top twenty.
0: Now what this is going to do is it's going to really wreak havoc on Thursday driving, which is and flying, which is a big travel day for a lot of folks.
1: Yeah, no, I mean we've got a ton of people who are probably trying to get to Berkey Land on Thursday. I myself am trying to get to Cable on Thursday. Um, I'm sure plenty of people are flying in. Then we have a huge consortium of people from the Twin Cities who do the Berkey, obviously. Trying to.
0: Yep. And Madison yes. and, and all the southern areas are going to get hit hard. Basically,
1: what I can tell you is that Thursday, especially the first half of the day probably the absolute worst day to travel. Um, on top of of course. <laughs> on top of potentially two feet of snow falling somewhere in that travel area, we're also going to have really high winds. So we're going to have really strong northeasterly winds, could be gusting 30 to 45 miles per hour in that time. So not only are you going to have heavy snow falling, but you're also going to have it blowing all over the place. Um, so potentially, you know, completely snow covered roads accompanied with near zero visibility at times. I would not be surprised to see some blizzard Warnings come out eventually at some point, especially for around Lake Superior, whether or not they make it into the Twin Cities or the Hayward area. Going to be a little bit on the edge there, but really, really dangerous travel conditions on Thursday.
0: And so the kind of thing where really it's probably worth delaying your travel, even if it's later on Thursday, it might start improving as the day goes on and into the evening. But Thursday morning looks quite quite bad for being on the roads, uh, the kind of thing where if you get into an open area and there's winds and snow, um, even if it's the snow is tapering off, the ground blizzard conditions and drifting might be really bad.
1: Exactly. It'd be you know, imagine you're driving along and all of a sudden you just have no idea where the road is anymore. It could be that kind of condition. So really pretty dangerous. If you're gonna travel, I would either try to do it earlier, like Wednesday, um, or later in the day Thursday. But that morning Thursday time frame, part of the problem here is that Push of really heavy snow moves through overnight into Thursday morning. So it's not a, oh, I'll leave super, super early Thursday morning and I'll beat it. You leave super, super early Thursday morning, you'll probably meet unplowed roads and actively heavily falling snow.
0: For folks who are flying in probably the Twin Cities, how bad do you think that's going to affect the uh, aerodrome there?
1: I am no aviation expert, but I imagine that flights coming in, especially again in that Thursday morning timeframe, could be impacted. With the current forecast, if it stays on track, I think you're definitely going to see some cancellations and delays into MSP.
0: For folks who are skiing the court a little bit, it might just make sense for them to leave early Friday morning. Is Friday going to look better?
1: Yeah, so snow coming to an end late Thursday, and then we really have Pretty quiet weather Friday, Saturday, which is a good thing. It's a good thing this isn't all falling on, you know, on Saturday, reminiscent of 2021 <laughs> Berkey Classic. yeah, Or
0: 2014 when we were, the, the storm was basically a day later and and the roads were and fields were barely plowed for the race.
1: Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they'll have some time to do something with the snow for the Cordy skiers and then for the Berkey skiers as well. But yeah, if you're a Cordelopit skier, if you're close enough that you can drive morning of, might be a lot safer to do that. Um, there are some signals for a little something or other to come through late Friday into very, very early Saturday morning. This would be probably pretty light snow, if anything, and the agreement is... Not nearly as good as it is for the midweek storm. So maybe some light, fresh snow could fall early enough that it actually gets groomed in as well for the Berkey on Saturday.
0: And for temperatures, it looks like it's going to be quite cold overnight on uh, Thursday night into Friday and then moderating during the day and on to Saturday.
1: Yep, so we are falling into a little bit of a colder uh, temperature pattern for sure. The coldest period this week will be Thursday night into Friday morning, so especially for those Cordy skiers, especially if you're Elite Wave, Wave 1 in Cordy, um, it's going to be a little nippy at the start line for sure. It will get probably chilly again overnight into Saturday, but we are looking at warming up probably until the low to mid-20s by the afternoon on Saturday.
0: And what are we looking for, like, for cloud cover? Is it going to be gray and cloudy or are we going to see some sun poking through?
1: We still have a number of disturbances moving through. Like I said, we have maybe a, a weak little thing Friday night into Saturday. So if I had to take a gander at it, probably at least partly cloudy with some, some clouds around. Um, sky cover, to be honest with you, is probably one of the hardest things to forecast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would definitely, sky cover is one of those things to to keep um keep updated on the forecast for to to get the specifics of that probably looking at it the day before honestly to get the most accurate forecast
0: say that again for berkey skiers we're just looking at really good race conditions for both skate skiers although it might be soft great for classic and it just might not be as warm and sunny at the end that as it has been in some recent years
1: Yeah, I don't think, at this point anyways, it doesn't look like it's necessarily going to get above freezing in the afternoon on Saturday. Like it has some years, um, you know, above freezing and sunny, hanging out on Main Street. Could have a little bit of a breeze on Saturday right now. Right now we do have some classic westerly winds in the forecast on Saturday. Oh, right down the lake. Right down the lake, yep.
0: I think it's still a lot better than if we were trying to ski the race on Thursday.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, It'll be interesting to see what the Berkey ends up doing with all of the events that are on Thursday. Um, You know, they have kind of all of their smaller things that go on in Hayward. Um, be really interesting to see what their decision ends up being there because um, just really difficult difficult travel conditions let alone trying to you know get little Barnaburkey skiers through mm, a foot of yeah. snow uh, might be a little bit of a in, challenge and
0: cold wind and mm-hmm. all that other fun stuff yeah I, I, I think the Berkey staff is probably very happy that they're not having to figure out what we, they would do with this storm on a Friday or a Saturday type event yes. because uh, it would be very hard to hold the race um, just logistically in these conditions yeah
1: absolutely so I think the biggest question right now is you know what do those groomers end up doing with whatever snow falls because we have just an absolutely epic base now that got an inch of rain on it uh, but then froze up super solidly and they're gonna have all of the new snow on top of that so could potentially for the berkey you know those later skate waves might get a little mashed potato-y but for for the some of the front waves as long as it can freeze down nice and hard should be pretty pretty good
0: yeah, and if we didn't have the snow, we'd be talking about super fast skate conditions and Clister for, uh, for waxing. And now we're talking about soft conditions and um, nice cold wax for, for, the, for the classic skiers. So things can change pretty quickly, and it looks like this year they are.
1: Yeah, no, I am more than happy to not be thinking about cholesterol. If I might give folks a couple of resources. Absolutely. If you're coming into the metro, um, your local National Weather Service office is going to be NWS Twin Cities. You can go to weather.gov to find any and all of our forecasts, but more specifically, all of the local forecast offices are on social media, and they are actively sharing all of the information that they have. So follow NWS Twin Cities, and then as you get into Hayward and Cable, follow NWS Duluth One of my favorite sites to use for getting the latest point forecast is weather.gov slash forecast points was developed by one of our forecasters at the Duluth office. And it's really great. It's pretty mobile friendly as well. Um, As as far as (laughs)
0: as far as uh, National Weather Service websites go.
1: It, it it's pretty it's up there it does pretty well so that's that's a really great thing to 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 check the forecast will change but right now i I would be absolutely shocked to see it change from being a really significant, impactful winter storm. It's just a matter of kind of figuring out those small details.
0: And if you really do want to get into some of the details, you can always scroll around and find the um, forecast discussion on the uh, National Weather Service forecast page. The current version in the Twin Cities office does not have this, but last night they were comparing it to a hockey draft and... um, drafting drafting a star player in a hockey draft. So uh, there's usually some uh, some fun stuff to read in there. And if you just want to read about the weather, there's uh, plenty of information to do so.
1: Yes. It's Minnesota. What else would we do?
0: <laughs> of course. All right. Thank Ketzel. Have a good have a good rest of your week and see you up in Perkyland.
1: Thanks. See you.
0: Thanks, Ketzel, and have a great rest of your week catching up on sleep and finishing those last forecasts up in Duluth. And everyone else, please have a safe trip up to the Berkey. Uh, You don't win the race by getting there first. So look at those conditions. Stay tuned to the podcast. Keep an eye on the National Weather Service forecasts and other forecast outlets. And um, get there as best you can, but do so safely. And we'll see you up there.